Hey, what is up, party people? I'm gonna start recording Tim. Uh, welcome back to the Chance Pod. I'm Sarah. Um, this is Tim. Say hi, Tim. Hi, everyone. I'm Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tim voices Thomas, uh, most notably, and also, I guess, Caron sometimes, but he's popped up a time, so, yeah. Um... So I've got Tim here today, uh, and we're just going to talk about... The idea is to talk about sort of the layout of the Pokemon game, um, a little bit of, like, the remakes, and also I just wanted to talk about Thomas, because Thomas is kind of a major character, I guess. Spoilers if you haven't passed chapter, like, eight. Um, But here we are. Um, I think everything's set up. Um, Yeah, how's how's it going, Tim? Uh, things are going fine. Um, you know, life's been just going and got my uh, my newer job. I've I've been transitioning over the past few months to a new job. So that's been nice and exciting. And yeah, um, it has a lot more free time, uh, a better work-life balance. So I've been enjoying that. Solid. We love that. Uh, we actively do love that. Uh, listener, <laughs> Tim's last job was not good, um, but he's doing good now. Uh, and and if you're his old employer, what? No, you're not. Um, <laughs> um, so let's get started. Um, how can you tell me a little bit about like your experience with Pokemon? Like what got you into it? What's your history with it? Well, OK, that, that's this is a very long story because, I mean, <laughs> I don't think there's like very I think there's only a very little part of my life that that Pokemon wasn't a part of I I feel like I was introduced to Pokemon when I was like four years old or like fourth five whatever and I know it was before preschool the reason I know this is because like it's it's, this is going to sound like the nerdiest thing but you know that that's me but uh (laughs) I I learned how to read actually uh by watching and reading like the Pokemon stuff. So uh, there, there used to be like this little um, Pokemon handbook. Um, it's the first original one, the f- original 150. And um, yeah, so I, I had a copy of that and it was before I learned how to read. So I just saw the pictures and then I learned all the names of the Pokemon. And then I was just like matched it up in my head. Like, oh, these letters make these sounds. Did and not know this about you. I know. It, it, learning new things every day huh so but yeah no so I everything I almost owe everything in my academic career to Pokemon basically (laughs) that's how that works Um, that's how it works yeah calculating type advantages taught you how to multiply yeah yeah you know and HP has numbers so uh but yeah no that that's where it all started and uh I mean I watched the anime when I was that age too um that's how I like learned the names of all the Pokemon and uh, so I started in like, obviously, I was in the age group that um, I was in the Gen 1 era for the anime. Um, technically a Gen 1-er. I, yeah, technically a Gen 1-er, but honestly, I I definitely um, like Gen 2 better. And that's th- those are the first games I ended up getting when mm-hmm. I was, when I got my uh, Game Boy Advanced. Um, I, for- I didn't actually... Yeah. Sorry for for those of you who are unfamiliar. Uh, Gen One or me is refers to the people in the Pokemon fandom who are like diehard fans of the original generation slash games slash like 150 Pokemon, uh, and will not acknowledge the existence of later <laughs> anything. Uh, so Tim is only technically that. <laughs> I, I'm only technically that because that is how I grew up. But I am a lot more open minded than my you know <laughs> colleagues in the Gen One. Um, arena there but yeah so I got my I got like a a Game Boy Advanced um, when I was a little bit older I I think most people when they started with the games they had a like the regular Game Boy but I was a little bit past that so um, I got a Game Boy Advanced and then my first game was actually uh, Pokemon Silver which is um, you know Johto version yeah 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 the Johto region Gen 2 um, started out with a Cyndaquil, nice little fire, fire oh, Pokemon. 
sidebar, should we, like, tell... The idea of this um, series of bonus episodes is to, like, initiate the unfamiliar. Should we oh, talk yeah. about what a generation is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And would you like to do that? Or should I go ahead uh, and do that? Yeah, actually, I could do that. Um, Emma and I were... Emma and I actually also recorded one... Uh, Although the concept of time will not exist to the listener who will listen to this uh, weeks after, with weeks in between. Um, but um, Emma and I were talking about generations and just never explained. Um, generations um, are like sort of eras of Pokemon. Um, with each generation comes a new series of games, a new region, a new set of Pokemon. Um, and basically every few years, uh, the Pokemon company will like come out with another generation. Um, and people who are familiar with earlier generations often end up dismissing later generations, partly because like, you know, gen eight is like, by, by the time you get to like gen six, seven, eight, it's like easy. Um, Cause they just changed the game to be that way. Um, but yeah, so that's what generations mean. It's, I, I would say, would you say that a generation is like three, four years, maybe? Yeah, I, I would say um, it's been slowing down. But I think like in the beginning, it was actually, no, I don't know. Yeah, three, four years is pretty accurate. Yeah. Because uh, it took them a while to get out of the first couple of generations because they <laughs> they didn't know that a third one was going to come out. So, mm. um, so, so there was a huge gap between two and three, I think. I guess... But, that yeah. makes sense as to why generations one and two are so intertwined. Like Johto and yeah. Kanto are the regions in well, generations two and one, technically respectively. Um, but they're like directly connected with each other and like in the games you can sometimes travel like in Heart Gold Soul Silver, you can travel to both regions, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you can do that also in the original um Johto one as well. Yeah. Uh I think <laughs> fun fact i don't think i actually got that far in my original game because i was like i i think my original playthrough i got stuck at like the last gym oh. which was really sad because it's like the dragon gym and i was like at that time oh, Claire. yeah at that time i was just like i don't know how to do this oh. it's early internet days but i was like what you would never known to take ice yeah uh. yeah and also there's like n not very many ice pokemon that you could go with at that time yeah you would have to go and catch it from like the ice cave but by that time you already have like your entire team set so it's like mm. eh. yeah yeah there's, emma and i were yeah. talking about how neither of us has actually ever technically defeated platinum because you know you get halfway through the elite four and it's like uh, i still have to grind more and it's like or right. i could start over the game yeah <laughs> or all of the levels go up like really fast oh, have yeah. you have you discussed leveling to people to the people oh, i guess i i guess we haven't really um you want to take this one sure so typically in the games um uh just like any other video game as you as you uh battle more you get more experience and that experience turns into levels um, higher level you are, the stronger your Pokemon is. And in the games, it, sometimes when you get to certain levels, you either uh, learn some new moves that your Pokemon can use, or uh, they they can evolve at certain levels as well. Uh, in like the anime, and then also I guess in Chance too, uh, there levels don't exactly exist. That kind of just is like oh. Um, as as you they get more experience they're not quantified yeah yeah they'll learn more uh it's like it, yeah you're you're right it, it levels are just like the quantification of like how skilled i guess the pokemon is so yeah, yeah. and it'll like affect your stats too like when you level up uh like your attack goes up your speed goes up your hp goes up um mm -hmm. you actually bring up uh something that's an interesting point that we can like like a like a side road we can dive down um before you back but uh sure. um in the games typically the way that you level up is you fight other pokemon mm -hmm. you it can be a trainer battle trainer battles are actually usually more effective for leveling yes. up yeah, um you can fight wild pokemon uh, but like when you fight ba wild pokemon you kind of just jump them 
and then you beat them up and then you leave yeah. and your pokemon is stronger and uh that's <laughs> kind of like how it's done in the games yeah. uh but then in um the real world it's like ooh maybe i don't want that to happen like in the anime or chance um <laughs> so so instead of that um uh when you read chance you'll probably see or I guess when you listen to Chance, this is Chance Pod. Welcome to the Chance Pod. Um, <laughs> but in Chance, um, I typically have Evelyn and I think Thomas has been shown doing this kind of training as well. But like when they train, um, like sometimes they will scrimmage, but sometimes they'll like, you know, have their Pokemon do certain tasks, like as if as if they were athletes training for certain sports. Um you usually have like certain drills that have nothing to do with the sport itself, but will like boost your like agility, uh, your throwing, etc. Um, mm-hmm. So like early on, I like detailed that Evelyn is like having I think promise like just shoot water really far, um, and there's a lot of playing tag that goes on for like agility, um, mm-hmm. things like that. So that's how I get around the. Uh, not wanting to beat up wild pokemon yeah i mean that's a good way of doing it too and i think in the anime the way that they approach it is like it's usually like they don't run into things randomly and then just like leave the fainted pokemon there it's usually only uh used as like oh um i'm gonna catch this pokemon or uh then or there's like a huge horde of them like attacking a town or something and then they have to stop it or something yeah. like that like this is usually not any like i'm gonna go around just beating up every pokemon i Wah. see <laughs> i'm the bad guy now i'm the bad i am the team whatever fill in the blank team <laughs> pokemon, pokemon teams yeah that's also fun too you, yeah. you've, i'm sure you've talked about that or you're probably going to talk about that at some point pokemon teams or yeah oh yeah yeah, we we Em and I went over like Pokemon World Basics. Okay, good, good. good. Um, what we didn't go over, uh, and that I wanted to talk about today. Whoa, a segue. Who is she? Um, Segu. We we talked. I, I guess we talked a little bit about this. Um, but like the layout of a Pokemon game. Um, mm. we yeah. talked a little bit about like the badge route and like you know, gym leaders, elite four champion. Um, but like, that's about all we covered in terms of like how the games usually work um mm-hmm. we didn't talk about bad guys we didn't talk about rivals um <laughs> yeah what should we talk about first um they can talk about we can talk about bad guys i guess all right let's talk about bad guys yeah bad guys so um, in Sinnoh, that would be team galactic yes, uh yes, yes. in the original series and like iconically everyone knows team rocket mm-hmm. um they are the bad guys they just want to take over their the region the world what is it yeah they i think in the yeah team rocket i think they just want to make money off of people's pokemon so they just like poach them and steal them and stuff oh. like that so it's not like a you know take over the entire world galaxy whatever their their scope was very was much more like this is like a criminal underworld type of thing um it's a lot I more see. realistic i think <laughs> yeah no in in um in diamond pearl platinum gen 4 Sinnoh chance um Thanks. the the bad guy team is team galactic team galactic's mission <laughs> they're doing all these weird things and like some of it's kind of team rockety they'll like steal the occasional po- pokemon especially if it's a clefairy um but like mostly they are, are like doing weird mythological sh- stuff and like which I'm now that I say this, Team Galactic's kind of culty, yeah. um, but <laughs> but basically their leader is like, um, and this isn't a, this isn't a spoiler by the way. It's not really been addressed in Chance, but it's it's canon enough that I just never thought to like include it. Um, their leader's name is Cyrus. He sort of um, brain head empty, no thoughts head has been <laughs> emptied um he he sort of just is like he cyrus sees the world as flawed because of like human emotion um and so his idea 
is make new one, no humans, only me. And somehow a lot of other humans are like on board for this, but I think he he's like told he's like a charismatic enough leader that he's like tricked them into like helping him out. Um, but like, I think canonically he's like fully planning to be the only one in that new world. But he's like told Team Galactic that they're gonna make a new world and they will rule. Um, I know that in the anime, like the other admins, like. Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, were like, excuse me, with what? Um, when he was like, no, I'm going alone, bye. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's the premise of Team Galactic. Yes. Yeah, Team Galactic is... I think that's one of the, the biggest scopes of bad guy team goals that uh, Pokemon had done up to that point. Um and yeah each yeah each region has its own little team that has its own uh evil intentions some more evil than others like i, I think in like the most recent generation I oh mean, yeah that was kind of wild it, it's it's weird like they make it okay so gen most 8 things sword like, shield yeah they make it so it's so like usually a team something is you know that's the bad guy but then gen 8's weird because there's these like annoying people that are around the entire time called team yell but they're That's actually the one. i forgot their name i completely just forgot yeah, who they were yeah and they actually aren't like bad guys they're just um they're just really annoying fanboys of <laughs> this other uh rival trainer and they have no other goal than to see her succeed which is like it's like I wholesome guess, but you know, annoying wholesome but annoying but also like what but then there's like one guy that ends up being like the bad guy, the big bad or whatever, but I won't spoil it if anyone's going to eventually play those games. I mean, it's been out for a while, but you know, you know. I actually really enjoyed, I look, I know that people have like a lot of like negative feelings about Sword and Shield. I actually really liked the subversion of the usual trope. Like mm -hmm. they fully like concocted a decoy bad guy team. Yeah. And then like, like it wasn't, you you it's not that you couldn't tell what was about to happen but like it was the exact opposite of what usually happens and i thought that was cool yeah yeah I thought it was like was they were like playing cool. with their own subverting their own tropes yeah and then they had their little open open world area which you know spoilers cool. for new games coming out you know you, oh you mean cool. pokemon breath of the wild yeah we can actually talk about that now i know it was like going in a weird order like we just That's okay but like this was on the agenda anyways <laughs> like sure all right so the remix um dear listener uh sino the sino region gen 4 um people have been wanting gen 4 remakes pretty much since gen 5 it's gen 8 now we're getting them is this still gen woods i guess it would still be gen 8 even though it's late gen 8 mm -hmm. Um, we're finally getting them. They're coming to the Switch. Um, originally, they were on the DS, for context. Um, where we as a collective community are uh, hyped, but a lot of people are like kind of ambivalent about it because they're like, it just looks like it's shiny. Not not shiny as in like a, uh, officially funny colored Pokemon, but as in like, it just looks like fresh and... Uh, Nintendo Switchy and like you know cute and chibi. Yeah, Tim and I actually met up like very recently and like talked about this, but basically we're gonna rehash this conversation for y'all. Yeah, because content, free content. Ho ho ho. Ha ha. Uh, yeah. yeah. The remakes I mean... are coming out. Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Um, yeah. <laughs> a lot of things. We we actually watched the trailer together. A lot of things like look exactly the same yeah. format. As they were in the original. Like, if you look at the inside of the Canelave Gym, for example, same layout. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Personally, I'm, like, hyped just because I've been looking for the, forward to this for a long time. And I have, like, strong feelings, strong positive feelings about the originals. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm just straight up hyped. How, how, how do you feel about this? Oh, yeah. I'm excited. I mean, I, I am part of that community where we've been waiting for Gen 4 remakes forever. Oh, yeah. Um, and I just thought, you know, it was going to be a meme thing that it would never, ever come out. It's been uh, a meme. Yeah, it's been a meme for, like, almost 10 years now. Like, 
it, it, it's like, oh, it's never going to come out. Yeah, literally in Gen... I remember yeah. in Gen 5, like, Pokemon Black and White were out, and, like, uh, Nintendo was, like, teasing some new games coming up within Gen 5, <laughs> and everyone was like, yo, Sinnoh Remix, are ready? Let's go, let's go. Um, And then it was Pokemon Black 2, White 2, like, the sequels, <laughs> and everyone was like, what the fuck? We didn't request this. Um, So we've been, like, hyping this up for a while. Yeah, and it has all the as as Sarah mentioned, it's like lots of good, you know, homages and I mean copy paste of different <laughs> things from uh, the originals, which are really good. Um, but there, there's one feature which Sarah and I talked about when we met up that like I am super hyped about because it's also my feature, my favorite feature in my favorite Pokemon game, and. That feature is that your Pokemon get to follow you around. Yes. That's so outside the Pokeball. Outside the Pokeball, which, you know, you you think about it and it's like, oh, you know, maybe, you know, that took a lot of uh, time to put that in or something. Maybe that's why it hasn't been there. But no, like the, the last time that they had that feature fully implemented with every single Pokemon in the game, I mean, or just even had that feature was back in generation four again with the generation two remakes um which were heart gold and soul silver uh so those are my favorite games um they're also uh is it's just so it's kind of cool that they're bringing back that um that relic of gen four into this remake of diamond and pearl so i think it's gonna be fun seeing our little pokemon follow us around and get to interact with them hopefully so I'm hyped. Um, and then in addition to uh, the remix, we've got Pokemon Breath of the Wild, aka <laughs> uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Arceus, yes. I guess, technically. Um, fun fact, uh, Arceus slash Arceus was supposed to be Arceus, but apparently the British were going to have a problem with that. <laughs> so, uh, But I still say Arceus, so if you read it in chance, uh, say Arceus in your head. <laughs> Or if you hear one of us say it like two different ways in the same sentence, you know, don't don't blame us. Oh, that's right. true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. What a lot of times, a lot of the people who voice chants are like not actually familiar with Pokemon. Like you've got you've got Emily, you've got uh, Enya, you've got all of my sons, um, <laughs> and so a lot of times I'll have to be, like show them the pronunciations on the way. Um, the amount of times. I didn't even realize heart home could be pronounced by some people as hearth home um, until I started recording with people. Um, But like sometimes I actually, you know what? Sometimes I standardize it. There are a couple specific characters for whom I don't necessarily always tell them how to say things. And those two characters are Thomas and Looker. Yep. And this is because Thomas is foreign. Um, Mm -hmm. And so he may not, if he doesn't pronounce things the way Sinellans do, that's totally fine. He's from Johto. Um, Looker from Johto. Yeah, and then Looker canonically is also foreign. Uh and like talks in a he uses funny grammar in the um in the games, but uh in in chance obviously he's a different character. He's supposed to have like a little bit of like some kind of accent, but I don't know. Um I didn't I didn't tell Matt to do anything specific. Um I might I might ask Matt if he wants to record like talking more about Looker just because Looker is fascinating and uh I've had a good time making a phenomenal version of him that's different from the canon because yeah. the canon is confusing. a joke <laughs> it, it's confusing too yeah um oh right we were talking about Pokemon Arceus Pokemon Legends Arceus D- did you see the um what was it the uh, Pokemon release the they had like a little release like a like a news conference release what's the name pokemon direct that's the one it was pokemon (laughs) direct uh they talked a little bit about it um they showed the trailer and then they discussed it Mm -hmm. um so i guess for some background info pokemon legends arceus uh is meant to be like takes place in ancient Sinnoh, which when it was still called hisui uh which i always want to call hisui just because i automatically convert it to pinin um but uh there's like different pokemon because it's like ancient times uh and like pokemon training isn't really a thing and you're going out to collect 
gotta gotta catch them all um catch them all yeah you're you're going out there to like get info on the entire region um there is and uh, like it looks it looks lit as heck um mm -hmm. it's it we i i've been calling it pokemon breath of the wild because like <laughs> you're really just out there and it's not as turn-based as um most pokemon games even though like when you have a pokemon battle it actually is um but like the pokemon can kill you and i'm looking forward to that um <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing to say <laughs> <laughs> um but it looks cool as heck um there was one thing uh in the wait okay wait hang on did you watch the pokemon direct yes you did okay did um the team that you work for in pokemon arceus galactic team hmm do you remember the name i don't remember i only watched it once and it was, i don't remember <laughs> i remember being galactic something it literally might be galactic team which begs the to me begs the question is this the new world that Cyrus created? Oh. And do we work for Team Galactic? Wow. Well, I mean, could be. I mean, it could be an alternate universe. Multiverse. I mean, we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Think, do we need. I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I we know, need to go in the multiverse we, now. I don't know if we have like that. It might be a time. little advanced for these Pokemon we, basics. <laughs> we, we, as background, Sarah and I, when we met up, we like talked about the multiverse theory of. Of Pokemon for like we tend to nerd out over Pokemon when we meet up. Oh uh, yes, just a little bit, just, just yeah, a little bit. A little it's a thing we have in common. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> but it is a uh, yeah multiverses. Ooh, it, it's so topical though. Everyone's doing multiverses now. Oh so. yeah, freaking so. freaking Marvel. You're not original. It's Pokemon. <laughs> Actually, no. I think the Marvel multiverse. Was that before <laughs> Sun and Moon? I don't know. Basically, uh, there's a Pokemon uh, game in which the post game. <laughs> introduces multiverses mm -hmm. um which is just wild um yeah. but it like theoretically explains why like you know different games of certain generations like like pokemon red versus blue have different pokemon um and you can even go as far as to say every individual game like every single person's like cartridge in a ds is a different pokemon universe mm -hmm. um which is wild um <laughs> yeah <laughs> um it also has fun implications for uh a specific character in chance and that's looker and we also could talk about that with matt i guess i'm doing this with matt now i'll have to talk to him about this <laughs> i haven't actually reached out to him how much does matt know about um pokemon um he plays uh that's good he he doesn't go as deep into the lore as like i do or i think as you do um <laughs> but you know, he played Diamond. He likes Turtwig. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Oh, the name of the team is the Gal Galaxy Expedition Team. Seems sus to me. Very sus. Very sus. So. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to that just to see if my theory is true. Um, and surely I'm like not the only person with its theory. Like, like come on, it's Sinnoh. There's a Galaxy Team. Come on. <laughs> They're, they, yeah, I'm sure people have already made YouTube videos or something on it. Oh man, yeah, the, the Pokemon Theory videos out there are like wild. <laughs> um, uh, I think we also were gonna talk about like rivals and stuff. In oh yeah, um, or... yeah. This this was way back. Uh, I wanted to talk <laughs> about just the general layout of a Pokemon game. Yeah. Um, do you want to introduce the concept of rivals? Sure. I mean, it's. <laughs> This is one of those topics that people that are like is like a point of contention for people that are like Gen Oneers, as we mentioned before, uh, because in the very early games, um, you had this had a rival trainer who would go and start the same Pokemon journey as you from the same town, um, and they would always be like one step ahead of you, um, or or you just run into them on different routes and stuff, and in the early games, they were actually quite mean to you. Um, they were, they said a lot of rude things and were always bragging that they're better than you. So then it felt really nice to beat them in Pokemon battles. But then, um, so that's kind of how it was in the beginning thing. You know, it's just this trainer that's going along with you along uh, your journey and then you battle each other a few times and 
eventually they you battle them in in like the elite four or uh, the very end of the game type of thing uh but then in more recent generations uh they're not as much rivals anymore as just traveling companions or um not even traveling companions but you just run into them from time to time and you battle and, them and you battle them and uh now i think even some of them don't even like some of them they just decide that at the end of their journey it's like oh i don't want to be a trainer anymore type of things so they're just like okay they're just going you know different walks of life type of thing which is cool uh but um yeah, just basically, you know, a, a trainer that they run into, the main character runs into a lot and helps them, you know, hone their own skills. And uh, it's really like a good, um, good experience for uh, the main character and their Pokemon. Yeah, I will say uh, you bring up that later generations have more tame rivals uh in generation eight there's this one guy uh his name <laughs> i don't even know how to pronounce it it's it's spelled b-e-d-e -E. um yes. so like bead bed uh mm. my sister and i started calling him bidet because he is <laughs> shit um <laughs> but he's just horrible and rude and little, little shithead and oh man just the worst just he, the worst he just gets he just gets flat out kicked out of pokemon that's true, and like, oh, uh, I guess, oh, boohoo, I guess, little shithead. <laughs> He's like, Pokemon um, are my slaves. I don't care about anything else. Yeah, freaking rude as heck. <laughs> um, yeah, in Generation Four, the rival is Barry. Typically, um, Barry is not in chance. Um, I considered making him like a name that existed uh, in like um, Twinleaf Town, and that might come up at some point. But like. Barry is just like this highly, highly energetic uh, <laughs> individual. He's like your best friend or something. Um, and he, oh, so much energy. He just zooms everywhere. Um, in the anime, he like threatens to find you a lot. That's just his catchphrase, basically. I'm going to find you. Um, there was actually a point where I considered making the main three. I think I told Tim this on the last time we, yeah. Um, I considered making the main three characters Don, Lucas, and Barry, and then having it all be from Don's point of view. Um, but I did actually want like a female rival, uh, so I just ended up making an OC like a nerd. Um, I, I'm 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 mostly joking. I don't actually. I truly I don't know how much that was me roasting myself and how much I don't actually care about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, so that's how that is in Platinum. When, when you choose a character you choose either don or lucas mm -hmm. um and typically the other one is like kind of like guides you a little bit through like they're they're like the um professor's assistant yeah so they'll like be the person who teaches you how to catch pokemon because it's always like a person who teaches you to catch a pokemon um and you cannot skip that tutorial no matter how hard you try um and yeah, like, once in a while, like, uh, I think his... I remember Lucas's uh, Pokedex getting stolen in Jubilive when I played. I guess that that translates to Dawn in a chance. Um, mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Sometimes I'll battle with them. Um, yeah, but that's, like, a central feature of a Pokemon game. Yeah, and <laughs> it's funny you bring that up because I just realized it's, like, yeah, so you, you... The other one, you know, that you don't choose becomes, like, the professor's assistant. And generation three, you flat out just become someone else's child. Like uh, in, in Gen three, the whoever you choose becomes the fourth gym leader's son or daughter. And then the other one that you don't choose is the professor's son or daughter. So it's like I think that's the I mean that's technically the case. Yeah. That's that's the case in Platinum too, technically. Cause oh, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because you're you always the player character will always have the same mother, no matter if it's Don or Lucas, and then mm -hmm. uh, the one that you don't choose, I think is um, the professor's wor works in the professor's lab. I think I've talked to uh, the other character's parent before, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, basically your parentage changes. Yeah, it's quite quite interesting. <laughs> Barry's dad is a tower tycoon. There's like a whole post game that's like there's like a it's called the Battle Frontier. You go and battle some <laughs> entirely different characters just for the heck of it. Uh, one of them is named Palmer. 
he uh he's he's Barry's dad. And those are the shoes that Barry has to fill. Oof. Oh yes, the Battle Frontier. Battle Frontier has the um the anime that goes along with the Battle Frontier has a really good opening theme song. It's very catchy. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what I think of whenever I hear the words Battle Frontier. It just like it comes up in my mind. Um, I guess speaking of rivals, uh, there's an additional, there's a few additional rivals in Chance that just don't exist in, uh, <laughs> you know, the anime or anything but Chance. Specifically, I'm talking about Thomas, who, as much yeah. as he is a friend, is also a rival. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what's, what's Voice and Thomas been like? What's Voice and Thomas been like? Well... Um, at first, as you know, this is the first time I've tried anything with voice acting, like most of the other probably uh, voice actors here. Uh, it was just hard to not, uh, you know, read the uh, lines as if I was just, you know, reading in front of a class or just like reading <laughs> a textbook or something like that. And a lot that, of the notes that I gave him were, can you do it like you're not reading it? Yes, yes. Especially um, early on especially early on but you know as I continued to do it um I got the better feel it feel for it uh also it does help that like I'm one of the earlier readers of chance I would say um, oh yeah do you want to talk about what's your how did you get into chance <laughs> oh yeah yeah we could we could go with that um so basically like like Sarah and I we 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 met in college um I was like in doing my master's program when she was, was a, a little older than me I just well, I mean, honestly, you are actually only a little bit, only yeah. a little bit older. I, I'm a I'm a baby in terms of where my where I was academically compared to my age. But but yeah, so we we met at college, and then um, we quickly like realized, oh, we both are interested in Pokemon and stuff like that, and band, and you know, all this all this other st stuff. So we became friends really fast, and then uh, we got onto the topic, you know, just talking about Pokemon a lot and then um I think it was like winter or the very beginning of like 2017 uh Sarah just was like hey I've been you know writing this Pokemon fan fiction and I thought you would like to read it and so I was like okay cool I'll I'll, I'll look into it and um and then I started reading it and I caught up actually pretty fast um I think I caught up at that time I think there was only like what I don't know how many chapters probably only like 40 chapters yeah that sounds about right yeah and so I was able to catch up pretty fast I think by the end of that um that school term um I was able to catch up and then I've been um up with it most of the time since then uh sometimes I fall a little bit behind but... everyone falls off a little bit yeah, yeah yeah but, you've mostly you kept know, up I've mostly kept up and so it helped that I I mean voice acting Thomas and stuff because I very um I, i've read through the entire thing i see how he kind of um changes in the future a bit compared to what i'm saying in my lines so i kind of have more context to what thomas is feeling or thinking and um and for me like tom uh, voicing thomas and stuff it's it's becoming like more uh, I, I like i understand where he's coming from in a lot of ways um lots of like similar i guess life experiences slash similar personality traits so it's um i just kind of have to you know think about it in that frame when i go into voicing him and it comes out pretty nice sarah and i always joke around that uh thomas has a very thomas has fun, one line is his one line i i only have to say one line every single time it's just uh, evelyn are you okay how are you? <laughs> are you doing all right? <laughs> Is everything okay? Is everything okay? <laughs> Do you need anything? And, um, but honestly, though, it's like I, I see a lot of how he looks at situations and tries to see what he can do to help in those situations. Um, there's a lot of the same approaches that I do a lot as well. I, I think the way that Thomas is written, actually, it, feel, it feels pretty natural for me. So it's Good casting on um, on Sarah's part there. <laughs> I remember when you were doing the first casting for it, and I read some of Thomas's lines. You're like, "Hey, 
that works <laughs> yeah no i okay for i actually spent a little while like trying to find the right thomas um because like there were <laughs> um <laughs> How do I even? I, I basically, I the people that I tried um, didn't quite do Thomas like the way I had in my head. Um, but then I was like, wait, Tim is the obvious answer. Tim would be good at this, and so I reached out to Tim and I was like, hey, I hadn't even reached out to Tim about like doing this voice acting thing yet. Um, hadn't reached out to that many people by that point, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, but I reached out to Tim, was like, hey, do you want to try some voices? Um, we tried out a couple, but like. Thomas was like, yeah, this is right. <laughs> and and I do appreciate that. I, I was like, oh, that is so cool being able to be a part of this and having such a big part in it as well as, as Thomas, you know, as he said, spoilers for future people, but <laughs> Thomas is a, is like there all the time from, you know, yeah. chapter, what, uh, early chapters all the way through. So yeah. It, yeah, like, at some point, I think around, I think in chapter, like, 26 or so, they just, like, run into each other in Heart Home and yeah. hardly ever are apart after that. Um, yeah. I, I've had to, like, I, I sort of noticed that it was, like, turning into the Evelyn and Thomas show and I've, like, <laughs> been trying to resist that a little bit. Um, in recent chapters, not on the podcast yet, but uh, they exist out there uh, mm -hmm. on fanfiction. Um, in recent chapters um it's been a lot of it's been very battle heavy so thomas hasn't had a lot to say in every other chapter where the battles have happened uh but he's still there pretty much constantly and uh yeah that's a bit, that's been a good time yeah that's been good yeah and i always have i always have to pop in and say my line so you know you can't go too many chapters without thomas asking asking if, if she's it. okay so <laughs> yeah you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be thomas if he didn't say anything like that so oh yeah uh, yeah so yeah unfortunately i didn't catch the moment where we like I, I i meant to like go back in the bloopers and find the moment where we realized that are you okay is a meme <laughs> um yeah, i couldn't I'm find so it i think it might have been i think it might have been off the recording it was off recording but <sighs> i was like wait a second i think it was before or maybe one of the times it was before recording or right after a chapter i'm like I just ended this chapter with are you okay and then the next one it begins with are you okay <laughs> yeah thomas really thomas here's the thing thomas is an interesting character in that you know you got megan and trisha they were originally based on two of my best friends um actually literally the two people who uh voice megan and trisha are the people that they're based on um you've got lucas who's based on someone i knew in middle school really uh don is a little more complicated but thomas is like thomas was originally based on someone and then took just a sharp left um uh, and is no longer at all that person um and a lot of what he is is like i have sometimes i have to avoid making thomas like embody just the ideals of who what i want to have in like a friend um because sometimes he just ends up being like too good and i'm like no real person needs flaws uh so i've been incorporating those in uh but yes thomas has been an enigma i like sometimes i'll be writing thomas uh not knowing where something is going and then mm -hmm. it, it's sort of like the character itself will speak to me and be like oh of course he's uh in jubilee because that's where april's from and visiting mm -hmm. all these places because of april um and like I th th that wasn't the original intent. That's just how right. it happens. Yeah, and have we released the monologue yet? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Well, someone doesn't listen. To that. Hey, hey. I, it's I'm fine. A, he, read he read it. He read it. He read it. I'm a reader. He read all of it. <laughs> I, 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 it's hard for me to listen to my own voice. I'm one of those people. So. And you're since, in like all the chapters. I'm in so. all the chapters. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. But. Yeah. So with the monologue, you like. Uh, I was talking with Sarah about this earlier too, because like for me, um, I had like very similar feelings about, you know, um, I had gone through uh, like a, like a- Oh wait, do you want to, what, what, what monologue are you talking about? Um, like the one at the lake, 
that one. Yeah, so when when Evelyn's like dreaming and then she like sort of inhabits Thomas's consciousness uh spoilers. Um <laughs> but it's it's already yeah, it's been published. Um this is at Lake Verity. Yeah, and I I just remember because like uh cuz he's, you know, having sad boy hours mm-hmm. as um <laughs> as we call them. Uh and it's all, you know, talking about like how is how he's feeling after you know his his breakup with april and things like that and i'm just like so for me i was able to kind of like channel some of my own experiences with that um in college i also went through a similar kind of like almost a similar type kind of end to a relationship type of thing and um so it's kind of like hey you know i can put this into that and uh just being able to draw off of like personal experiences has been able to has helped me a lot I guess in in doing some of these different readings and uh, I think for that one especially uh I told I told Sarah that she did a good job at at writing his feelings out there um and 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 she she laughed yeah like exactly like that she like laughed at me because (laughs) she's like I don't know I just kind of guessed that this is how he was feeling so I'm like okay I guess maybe I'm my my feelings are predictable but you know (laughs) Or maybe I'm just getting good at writing. <laughs> I think that that that's that's it too. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was good too. Yeah. Nice. Um, I think this would be a fun question to ask you. Um, you've been following Thomas for a long time. You've been voicing him as well. You like sort of identify with him in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you think his path is going? Uh, and I, dear listener, yeah. this is not spoilers. Tim doesn't actually know. Yeah. Sarah's very mean to me. I do, though. Sarah's very mean to me. She's, like, always saying, oh, I'm going to do something, and you're, I don't know, it's going to be interesting. So uh, I always want to know what's going to happen next. But uh, I think for him, he's, I mean, I mean, spoilers, I guess, for, I don't know if we want to spoil as far as what's already been released in terms of... um, Oh, like they're in writing? In writing. Um... Maybe not. I, I won't do that to the. We we can we can start before that and then we can jump to after it. Okay. Or I could just not. Pu- well, that's a little wild. No way. Nah, it's okay. I can I can just not you know spoil that. Be vague about it. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, you know, uh, in what we've at least recorded, um, and released, uh, you know, the, both Evelyn and Thomas are getting to a point where you know, like, they're getting to a point where they can kind of rely on each other in a way and kind of be there for moral support um especially with evelyn going through um bouts of uh depression and also just going through the craziness of time skipping um and so i think for thomas's role in all that like it seems to be going on on a path where they're gonna you know get to an answer to something to, to the, all that craziness together type of thing. Um, and I think he's still going to be around uh, when the answers come. I don't know if he's going to be like in as good standing as they are now, or if things are going to like, you know, random plot devices get in the way of that as uh, Sarah is like laughing evilly about. No, I'm uh, just... <laughs> basically i asked for your prediction and you're saying giving a very roundabout answer of i don't know yes i am i'm giving a very roundabout answer but i don't know i want him tim is afraid but he also doesn't know yes i i want him and evelyn to be like really good friends at the end of this and that they um are able to kind of like help each other out of the dark places and things like that uh that's where i want him to go of course, I'm not sure, you know, how that's going to go. I don't know if he's going to die randomly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, it could happen. It, it, it could happen. And Lucas that would died. Be very sad. That's that is true. Lucas died. Um, he could also. Yeah, I don't know. So I that's at least where I want him to go. I, I, I like a good happy ending, especially when I'm biased toward my own character want things to be happy for him too i want him to be able to you know move on from april and kind of come to terms with that as well so you know that's that's where i want him to go yeah we did just end on like 
Um, the most recent chapter that was published ended on like a, a good, like a nice high note between uh, Evelyn and Thomas. Yeah, and so yeah, we we talked about this a little. Okay, yeah. The other day, uh, I don't know. Tim was just like, "Yeah, this is a really positive place for them," and I was just like, You don't know what's coming." So mean. <laughs> I want them to be happy. <laughs> Sarah, hey, I, I can't speak for whether or not things will go one way and then the other way. So, that, that's, true. that's true. There always has to be bumps in the road. There always <laughs> do have to be. It can't be that perfect, you know. Well, it's been lovely having you. Uh, thanks Thank for you. agreeing to do this with me, and also for uh, oh, uh, T- Tim is voiced voiced by Tim Markham. I'm still me. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can also find Tim in the Chance Pod. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thank you for having me on here. It's it's fun always just to nerd out about all this stuff, and obviously. Pokemon's a really big part of both of our fandoms and and we know a lot a little bit too much about these things so it's always oh my God, it's, sometimes <laughs> yeah sometimes I forget how much I know specifically about the Pokemon world and that people don't necessarily also know it but it's nice to just be able to like you know have a peer here you know that that has like the same fellow Pokemon nerd. same knowledge and it's always good to nerd out about it so yeah uh, it'll be yeah if if you ever want to do this again, you know I'm I'm around. I have work life balance balance now, so you know. Nice. Um, I can <laughs> I can do recording and stuff like that, and yeah, and to everyone out there, thank you for listening to this <laughs> this long um, uh, <laughs> discussion on Pokemon and stuff. I, I and I know you're going to hear a lot more of my voice if you listen to Chance. So I'm sure. You'll, you'll say you mostly you'll mostly just hear him saying, "Are you okay?" Um, yeah, yeah that's, that's about it, though. So you don't have to actually listen to any of Thomas's lines. Just listen to like, "Are you okay?" And then you can just skip all the rest of his lines. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe. Rate the pod five stars. Um, <laughs> you can find us on at Chance at Loud on Instagram. Uh, I just posted. Oh, well, at the time of me talking right now, I just posted a sketch I did of Emma saying that she hates video games. Um, but and there was context for it, I swear. Uh, fine. Uh, subscribe when you look at podcast. Rate the podcast. Uh, sorry, I have a script usually, and I don't know how to do outros. Um, if you want to read Chance, you can read it on fanfiction.net and archive of our own. Links are probably just in the description. I'll just copy-paste them in. Um... Yeah. Bye.